Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 60. If you are new to the podcast, I just want to tell you a little bit about the format. So it's a two-time-per-week podcast, okay? Every Tuesday, there is a body-type episode, okay? Body. So it's the physical stuff, nutrition, training, working out, a little bit of biology, getting a little bit of that central nervous system talk, muscles, muscle mass, protein, how that works, amino acids, all that stuff, okay? All things physical. And then the second episode of every week airs on Thursdays, always airs on Thursdays, and that is always going to be a mindset-based podcast episode, okay? A lot of mindset, a lot of perspective, a lot of visualization type stuff, basically trying to help you up-level the way that you perceive fitness and what fitness means for you and what fitness can mean for you if it doesn't already have a big impact on your life or mean anything special to you and also how it is uh, capable of affecting others around you because it is. In fact, that's what this episode is going to be about. This is episode 60. Okay, This one's going to be about selfishness because the reality is in order to achieve something real in fitness you need to be selfish. You need to be a little selfish. That is the reality. No one wants to admit that at first. And if you are in that, oftentimes you end up feeling guilty and you don't want to admit it because you feel guilty and you don't want to feel more guilt. But you need to be selfish in order to be able to achieve something like this. Okay, If you are trying to lose 100 pounds, if you're trying to put on 30 pounds of muscle or something, if you're underweight, whatever your goal is, it's going to take a little bit of selfishness, especially if you are in a position where you are not at a prime level of health. You are not at an optimum level of health. And the reason that you are in those states is probably because to, you know, at least at least some extent, because you hang around with people who are also not like that. Therefore, by you trying to achieve something massive in fitness, something big, some objective that you don't already have, it is uncommon for you and it is uncommon for your circle of friends and family and coworkers and fellow students or whatever. And it's also not typical. Okay. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to go for something that's uncommon and non-typical. And if you have listened to the podcast before, you've heard me describe that. You're trying to go for an uncommon and non-typical result. Okay. Or an uncommon and non-typical lifestyle. And what it's going to take to get there are selfish actions, okay? A set of habits and routines and actions that are selfish. You are going to have to choose to do something for yourself instead of doing something with somebody else or for somebody else from time to time. That's going to happen. 
you are going to have to choose to go to the gym maybe or go to the track or eat this when your best friend or your spouse or your girlfriend or whatever wants to do the opposite. You're going to have to choose to do that. Otherwise, your chances of success are zero. You are going to have to be selfish sometimes. Not 100% of the time, but sometimes. You got to live. I'm a big fan of making sure that when people go through something like this, that they still remember that there is a quality of life factor. You still have to live. Things have to be fun. Otherwise, they're not going to be repeatable. So you still have to enjoy things. And that means sometimes eating junk food. That means sometimes eating something that doesn't fit your meal plan. Or that means sometimes not going to the gym for as long as you normally would. Okay, but in general, more often than not, nine times out of 10, you need to be selfish. You need to put that first. You need to prioritize it. But here's the thing. When you are selfish about these things, when you do put yourself first, when you prioritize your mind, your body, your fitness level, your results, okay, your goals, when you prioritize those things, people see that. All the people around you see that. And at first, they may see that and become annoyed. At first, they may see that and think that you are so selfish that they don't even want to be around you as a result. They are going to passively, aggressively attack you or their insecurities are going to take over and they're going to be outwardly negative towards you. Okay. This happens. It happens and it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. And a lot. So usually when this happens, people go one of two ways. When they start seeing this happen, they either stop working on it. They either stop working towards their goals and they just fall back into the same lifestyle habits they had before or They say, screw it. I don't care what you think. I'm doing this for me. This is what I want. This is what I want because I want the result that it's going to give me. I want what it's going to provide for me mentally and physically and for what it will allow me to do and the person that it will allow me to become so that I can better serve my family or better serve myself even with other things in life that I want to do beyond fitness. So the best part about this, okay, the best part about being selfish about this is that it's almost an exercise in filtering through your social network to find out who's actually behind you. Okay, you don't have to, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to struggle and fight to hang on to people if they don't support you in something like this. Okay, the real friends the real supportive family members, the real coworkers and colleagues and acquaintances in your life that care about you will support you on this. They will understand how important it is to you and how much you want this and how you just, you can't not go after it. They will see that they will understand it and they will support you on it. And those are the people that you want to continue having in your circle. Those are the people you want to continue having in your network. You're also going to experience people that just kind of don't even really care. Like they don't, they don't attack you for it. They don't passively aggressively say anything negative or even outwardly say anything negatively to you. 
but they don't really support you outwardly either. They just kind of like are neutral on it because they just don't really care. <laughs> and that's that's perfectly fine. That happens too. And I've found that it's th- those people that I experience, I don't really try very, very hard to keep them in my circle, but I also don't push them away. So they just kind of float. Like their neutral reaction causes my neutral action as a result. And that's really the best way to treat it because they don't really care enough to be fully in your circle and supportive and taking on these habits with you and living that lifestyle with you. So they're not going to feed your energy while they're around you. And they may not take away from the energy that you have by being around you, but they're not really going to be a plus or a minus. They're just kind of going to be there. But if you invest energy into dealing with them, talking to them, being around them, then that that's naturally going to bring you more into that neutral state as well. So your energy of being motivated and driven and hungry and in attack mode, trying to go after your goals, that will lessen, that will wane a little bit if you are around neutral people that don't really care all that much. So they are a little bit of an energy suck as well, just not as much as the people who are really negative. And then you have those people who are super supportive of you and like always interested and always pushing you and always like commending you for your progress and everything. And those are the people you're going to want to be around. Those are the people you're going to want in your circle. And if they're also motivated to do something for them for themselves as a result, well then those are the people that you definitely, definitely want in your circle as often as possible. So anyway, this by going through this, you're going to experience a filtering of your social network. And that's just the way it's going to be. That's just that's naturally going to happen. But this is all an artifact of you outwardly expressing the fact that you need to be selfish. And you don't even say this necessarily have to say it, but you're going to outwardly express it purely based on demonstration, purely based on your actions of I'm not going out. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not going on a bender this week. I'm, you know, I'm focusing on me. That is your, that is a way of you saying I'm, I'm focusing on me and I'm going to be selfish about it. And I don't care because this is what I want to do for me. And by doing that, here's the thing. You might lose some people along the way. You might bring some people closer, but aside from all that, you are becoming one of the most selfless people amongst everybody in that group. You are becoming one of the most selfless people amongst everybody in that group. Why is that? Because nobody in that circle, right? Most likely nobody in your social circle is very into fitness or very into what it takes to achieve a fitness objective or very into health, like for real, like they might headline read, they may talk about how cool organic stuff is and green juice, or they might be a vegan, or they might talk about stuff, but they're probably not very, very into it, especially to the point where they can educate and influence others. They might kind of do it a little bit, like I said, but they're probably not actually educating people for real, and they're probably not actually teaching people uh, through influence ways to incorporate healthy habits and routines and lifestyle characteristics and whatnot. So by you doing that, you are basically putting in yourself in a position of authority, a position of power to where everybody in your life is going to be affected by it. Everybody in your life is going to see this. Everybody in your life is going to witness your 
transformation. And that doesn't matter. The magnitude of the transformation is irrelevant. It could be five pounds. It could be 20 pounds. It could be 150 pounds. Okay. But by you adopting all these things and putting these things into practice so that you can achieve that objective and achieve that goal and become that person, you are doing a service for all these people by becoming a selfless, giving individual purely based on demonstration. Then what you'll find is that just because you're giving and you're demonstrating, you're giving by demonstration, you're giving by example, people are going to ask you questions. People are going to come to you. People are going to wonder about certain things. People are going to look to you as a person of authority, as a person of influence. They may not word it like that, but that's what's going to happen. Then you have a decision to make. Either I'm going to accept this responsibility of being an influential person and help all these other people by talking, by educating, by showing more of what I do and helping them come up with something that works for them, or I'm not. Now, you can kind of argue there's not really a right or wrong answer there. Some people don't want the responsibility of that, and that's fine. But you will be immediately the person of authority, the person of knowledge, the person that has the wealth of knowledge by going through all this. So you will become that person for all those people, and it's incredibly selfless. Okay, it's incredibly selfless. By putting your, by putting your fitness first and by prioritizing yourself and your health, you are going to become that selfless, giving, educating by demonstration person in all these people's lives. So they're going to be positively affected by it. Just like people who are around someone who has terrible health habits, like uh, whether they smoke a pack of cigarettes a day or they drink a six pack of beer after work every night or they drink two bottles of wine every night, or they eat like 4,000 calories of junk food every night, stuff like that, bad health habits, right? If you're around that, you're influenced by it. Now, you may not adopt those habits 100%, but the risk and the likelihood of adopting those habits is higher. Much like if you are taking health and fitness seriously, and you are practicing those and demonstrating those, people have a much higher risk of adopting that even a smaller percentage. And most of the time, it will be a smaller percentage. If you take it very seriously and you're trying to go after that uncommon and non-typical result, guess what? People might not go to that magnitude with you, but they might drink more water as a result. They might give up this or that. They might change their ways because of something you said or something you did. And guess what? You just changed their life potentially forever based off of one thing that you did all because you wanted to take care of yourself. You see the pattern now? You see the the traceability from you taking care of yourself and how that trickles all the way down to somebody else adopting one thing from you and then changing their life potentially forever and it wouldn't have necessarily happened. It potentially wouldn't have happened at all if you weren't in their life doing what you were doing. That's how it works. That's how it works. Being selfish about yourself, being selfish about your fitness and your health is one of the most selfless things you can do for everybody around you. Now, if you have kids like I do, or if you're married and you have a spouse who's around you all the time, oh, then 
like even more so, I would say even more so, if you have family members, family, because family, for a lot of us, family is everything, right? If you have family members, you want to be the person that demonstrates all the traits, all the characteristics, all of the actions and all of the, the personality traits. You want, you want to be the person who demonstrates those things at a high level, right? A high level and you would you'd be comfortable with other people adopting the way that you do those through demonstration. And by being selfish about your fitness and health, you are doing exactly that. You are doing exactly that. You are providing that influence for your family and you can sleep well at night because you know that your your conscious is clear because you your intent is as is is great. Your intent is to provide nothing but the best. Nothing but the best and your intent is to be nothing but the best example and be uh, demonstrate nothing but the best for those people in your life, through your family, right? So the return on investment here, you're sacrificing all these things. You're sacrificing some social things. You're sacrificing some personal interests. You're sacrificing time with people outside of your family or whatever, or even in your family, I guess, from time to time. And the return on investment of that sacrifice is basically a legacy of influence with the people closest to you and new people that come into your circle that become close to you. That's priceless. That is priceless. And all that's going to do is continue to drive you. The more you do that, the more that you see that your actions affect others is going to continue to drive yourself and continue to provide inspiration for you that you can draw from to keep going more and more and more and more further and further and further until you keep building and scaling and building and scaling your goals one after another after another and then ultimately you end up where you originally wanted to be but then it just keeps going even above and beyond that more and more and more until you become this person that has achieved everything in their wildest dreams fitness wise and health wise which is something that very few people can say and then from there, it just it scatters and affects so many other areas of your life that's it's beyond something that can be described in words. It just it 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 transcends fitness at this point. It's no longer about aesthetics. It's no longer about weight loss. It's no longer about that stuff. What it does is it spills over into how you conduct yourself and carry yourself in so many other ways throughout your life, how you interact with people in and outside of your family how it affects your future jobs, how it affects how you address your finances, how it affects how you raise your kids, how it affects how you raise your dog. Like all these things become affected by it. And those traces are hard to point out for someone who hasn't experienced it. It's hard to explain that to somebody who hasn't experienced it. But I promise you going through this experience and building what this is allows you to build internally, mentally and physically has all those parallels in it. Okay. And all those parallels affect so many other people, which is why, again, being incredibly selfish about your health and fitness is one of the most selfless things you can do. Okay. So that's it. I hope that you got value out of this. If you listen to the whole thing, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you got value out of this. This is one of the most valuable pieces of information that I give out. Selfishness is selflessness when it comes to fitness. So if you did get value out of this, please do two things for me. One, share this with a like-minded friend. 
share this with one like-minded friend that needs to hear it, that hasn't heard it, and make sure that they listen to it. And then two, if you did get value out of this, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. That would help me reach more people that also need to hear these words. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I hope you stick around for more episodes. If you did like this episode, you're going to love what's coming up next. So thank you so much one more time. I love you. Don't forget, train with purpose. And I'll see you in the next episode. See you.